Hello, my lovely listeners. I'm Dr. Mary Barson. And I'm Dr. Lucy Burns. Welcome to this episode of Real Health and Weight Loss. Gorgeous ones, Dr. Lucy here this morning, and I have a brilliant guest who I think will blow your mind. There are not many around, so I'm very honored to have a low-carb dietitian speaking with us today, and I would love to welcome to the podcast, Nicole Moore. Nicole, welcome. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, we are a rare breed. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> so yeah, it's great to be here today um, having a chat with you. Ah, uh, absolutely. And, you know, and I'm, I'm so pleased you're able to come on because you're right. I mean, you, you know, to quote a low carb pun that's quoted often, you do go against the grain within your industry. <laughs> and I think for anybody who, who consults with you, you know, incredibly fortunate to have an open minded, well versed low carb dietitian. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, look, it's so important, um, in any sort of field of science and nutrition is to, we have to be on top of what the, you know, and I don't even think would call it new research these days, you know, low carb and, you know, ketogenic diets. There's so much research out there, VertaHealth, CSIRO, um, you know, we have to be, as nutrition and dietitians, we need to be on top of that. And there's so many people looking for that connection point. And it's so disappointing when they'll go in to get some, maybe some advice about a low-carb program and they're sort of put in a box to say, look, that's really bad for you and let's look at the diet pyramid, which has been around for such a long time. Um, and as I always say to new grads that I speak to, is, you know, how is it that you're being taught what I was taught 20 years ago? I mean, surely science is clearly changes. And if we don't, you know, evolve with the new research out there and understand it, then, you know, we aren't doing what we're meant to be doing, which is keeping the public aware and, and, and educated on the new um, options that are out there. And again, I use the word new, but I think, as you would know, that it's not new. Um, you know, there's always new stuff emerging, but it's, it's not new science. I'm so passionate about making sure that my clients are connected with that and that they have, you know, me opening their arms. They're so excited when they come in and say, oh, finally someone that's going to help me on this journey and not shun me away to say it's it's bad for you. So, yeah, I'm very passionate about it. I love it. I love it. And tell me, how how did you then break away from the herd, you know, <laughs> and become the unicorn that we're so pleased you are? <laughs> Look, I think my journey actually started as a, a, you know, as I was studying dietetics, because to be frank, I was, you know, struggling with my own weight um, loss journey and, you know, following all the things I was taught. I think I always envisioned myself and I, I still remember the vision of, you know, I'm in the lounge room, literally running on the treadmill while other friends of mine and dietitians are sitting on the couch, you know eating you know whatever and I'm there you know eating my legumes and my brown rice and you know my, everything was fat free I remember eating cheese I don't even know if it was around now which was 99% fat free and to be frank it was like eating plastic yes um, yes I <laughs> remember those, that those crafts craft <laughs> yeah. 99% fat free singles that were yeah seriously like a piece of vinyl yeah you know, I'd eat my vinyl and um, <laughs> eat all my fat free food and I was struggling still with my weight. I was always hungry or I call the word hangry, which is hungry and angry. I was constantly suffering from gut issues um, and I was so tired all the time. And, you know, I, I questioned why I felt that way and why I struggled with my weight when I ate less and moved more. 
And I guess that frustration delved into my own practice where I still behind the scenes struggled with my weight and felt ashamed as a dietitian that I couldn't shift, you know, the kilos that I wanted. Yet I was stripping away calories of every single client that came in and all these women were struggling. And the more I read and, and, and looked at insulin resistance, the more I started to see that there was a background in hormonal issues that were causing this. And I remember, and I won't name where I worked, but a certain hospital in Adelaide, and I remember the, the chief dietitian there saying in a, in a group meeting, now I just want to let you know that, you know, if you ever hear the word insulin resistance, it's like hen's teeth. You know, it doesn't exist. And, you know, I was flabbergasted as to I didn't quite understand. And, and that's how it evolved. I think I feared fat so much that I got to this point where I said, I can't keep living this life, but I've got to understand what's going on. And I said, well, you know, I was always told don't have Atkins diets because they'll kill you. And I thought, well, you know what, you know, I'm not feeling well. I need to try a different path. So I thought I'm going to try Atkins, but I feared fat so much. The only fat I was not so concerned about was nuts. So I went, I'm just going to eat nuts for a whole week. And, you know, <laughs> I said, well, I feel, I feel fat anyway. So if I eat fat for a whole week and I get fatter, well, what does it matter? Because I'm not feeling great anyway. And that was my shift. I ate nuts all week. And for the first time ever, my gut wasn't bloated. My energy was better. I wasn't hungry and I shifted some weight. And that's how my journey started. And you know, I just started to read and learn and implement it in my own life. And here I am today, you know, um, in my low-carb keto health clinic, working with health coaches and, and a low-carb doctor in this amazing team to support people in this journey. And, and yeah, that's how it really eventuated. And, you know, I, I cannot practice, you know, the traditional diet because for people who aren't who are metabolically unwell and we know so many people are metabolically unwell because of the non-caveman diet that we're now following that you know the traditional pyramid doesn't work if you've got metabolic health and you're just you can eat and you know clearly we know skinny fat but you know generally the metabolically well the diet pyramid's fine you know but for the metabolically unwell it's not fine and unfortunately more than half of society is metabolically unwell so that is why I'm where I'm at today because of my own struggles, I guess. And so there's nothing I don't have a, a strategy for because I live it, I breathe it. And I still to this day, you know, have to watch what I do and understand low carb and live it because I have insulin issues myself. So that's why I'm here today doing what I do. I love that. I love it. And you're right. I mean, I think for a lot of people who are health practitioners, it's almost like you stumble across low carb in desperation and it sounds a little bit like you started it similarly to me, which was at the time for me entirely about weight loss. Like I just thought, oh, my God, I've got to do, you know, I'll give it a go, the last hurrah. And it wasn't until that beautiful light bulb moment of realising that you don't have to eat vinyl, you don't have to have <laughs> steak that is so lean it tastes like leather that you can actually have real, amazing, delicious, incredible food that keeps you full? Absolutely. I think um, I always say to my clients that come in, is like, you know, when they finish the consult, they go, wow, who doesn't like this food? And I said, who doesn't like, you know, having salmon and, you know, steak with a little bit of fat cooked in butter, you know, with broccolini covered in almonds and, you know, olive oil. And I remember a client saying to me, you know, she was sitting next to someone and they said, you look amazing. You look so well and you've lost so much weight. And, 
what sort of diet are you on? And, you know, the client just pointed to a plate and she had a, you know, rack of ribs and a big side of broccolini, which she put some butter on. And, and that person looked at it and said, well, what sort of diet is that? Like, that can't be a diet. Yeah, yeah. You know, because the concept is we should be eating leather and vinyl and eating no fat and eating point cookies and, and shakes and, you know, because it isn't a diet. It's just, you know, eating really good food that doesn't stimulate and worsen insulin and blood glucose. So, you know, she was like, yeah, this is my diet, we'll call it. And, um, the, you know, her friend was like, that's just crazy. And, you know, the other thing I think I always hear people say is, you know, they come in and they go, Nicole, I, I feel really guilty. And I, I'm like, why? And they go, because I'm not hungry and I'm not craving, but I'm losing weight. It's very weird. And, you know, I go because, you know, the magic happens. You know, when you start low carb, suddenly you're not driven by cravings and hunger you realise that there's a hormonal chaos going on in your body and that when you calm that with a low-carbohydrate approach, you know, suddenly food is an obsession. And it's not something I have to teach out of people. It's very, very natural. And I remember spending so much of my practice trying to teach people to delay their hunger and cravings. Go watch the birds. Go wash your hands. Take some breaths. And we knew it never would work and they'd come back and go, well, I tried all that, Nicole, and I still ate the block of chocolate and the four slices of bread with butter because I was starving. It's just beautiful to see how people just naturally flow into, and I call it always caveman, you know, you know, when you lived in a cave, you know, what ran past that cave and it wasn't a bowl of porridge, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, it was, absolutely. You know, it was an animal. So, yeah, it's a natural eating process really and, um you know, it's so nice to see people just naturally benefit from eating low carb for sure. Ah, oh, I totally love that. And I think I said in a, a podcast not that long ago, you know, as an X points counter, you know, I knew the points of everything. And there were days where I'd run out of points and the only option <laughs> I had was to go to bed. It was like, oh, yeah. and so you'd go to bed because, and it's like, who lives like that? Like, that's not a life. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and the other the other thing I love is that sometimes I, I completely relate to your clients saying they feel a bit guilty because I often feel like I'm eating restaurant food. You know, restaurant food used to be sort of this special food that you'd have and you might have some creamy something or other with it. And here I am eating restaurant food every day. Maybe not necessarily plated up like restaurant food. <laughs> yeah. Certainly not in my house. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm definitely no MasterChef contender. And, in fact, we're often talking about our our hashtag, which is hashtag ugly food, um, <laughs> just to counter the idea that your food has to be beautifully presented in order to be delicious and nutritious. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, Nicole, the type of people that you work with, who do you work with mainly? Um, in terms of clients, I guess yes. we um, see, you know, look, a lot of people who have been struggling with prediabetes or type 2 diabetes, you know, just a lot of chronic disease, you know, they come in and they're that metabolic bundle, I call it, you know, they come in and they've got, and they've had it for years, you know, their blood sugars are going up, but the doctors often, you know, if they're not in that low carb space, go, oh, no, look, it's going up, but it's not, it's on the high end, but it's okay. And you can see they're not there yet. You're not there yet. So we'll, we'll wait a little <laughs> bit longer. Um, you know, they're on the cusp or they're in the cusp. So we, we get people who've struggled with their weight. I mean, that's the big one, right? They come in and they're, 
they've got guilt and they have shame and they're binging and they're struggling with cravings, they feel awful, they've got gut problems, you know, so they've got this metabolic bundle of health conditions coming in and they've had enough and um, they've searched out for us at Low Carb Keto Health because, as I'm sure, you know, you know, they're looking for that different door because why keep opening the same door if it's not working for you? So they come in in desperation and say, I'm done and dusted with the whole points and I'm done with, you know, counting calories and I've done it all. And, you know, they're sitting there with BMIs of 30 plus, really uncomfortable with all this inflammation, whether it's in their skin, in their gut, um, they're getting headaches, they're sluggish, they're tired, they can't drop weight, their blood sugars are elevated and they're, they're just in desperate moments of saying, please help me. And you know, I guess they they have that moment when they come in where I go, you know what, this isn't your fault. You know, this is about insulin and insulin resistance, and we're gonna we're gonna help you reverse that and make you feel well. And literally within two weeks, they come back going, why didn't someone tell me about this? You know, ten years ago, people with type two diabetes coming in going, I cannot believe my blood sugars have dropped two millimoles. I've gone from eight to six. I've never been able to do that in the last 10 years. And, you know, it's a no-brainer for us low-carb specialists that we know that's going to happen. Um, you know, this is why we started Low-Carb Keto Health is to give people opportunity to search for a team that supports them. And we're there to really help people who are ready for that journey and, you know, to um, dive in and be taught how it should be and and make sure there's medical support because we know how important that is. And for me to be able to work with, you know, medical teams like yourself and Dr. Laurie and Lawless Smith, who will be also presenting um, at your roadshow, it's so amazing. And as you guys, you know, to be able to work with dietitians that actually are going to support your message is so important and health coaches. So that's the people that come through the door. And, you know, we also get migraine sufferers, you know, we know um, people with epilepsy and seizures, you know, people coming in to say, we want this nutritional support and medical support because they see it working. You know, gut, IBS, diverticulitis, inflamed guts where people are desperately struggling with chronic diarrhea for years. It's impacted their life to the point they can't work. And they come in and know within four weeks, the inflammation in the body starts to drop and they cannot believe they have their life back in four weeks. So, you know, these are the stories that myself and Dr. Laura and Lola Smith walk past in the hallway and high five each other because we get so excited when someone comes in after four weeks and they feel well. So it's those unwell people that come in and, you know, we see the benefit. So that's the clientele that come through our door and we just love the stories we see every day of improvement in inflammation and, and, and even things that people go, well, I came into a weight loss, but I've just got to tell you, you know, the pain in my fingers has gone or, you know, I'm pooping, you know, too much information. I had a client yesterday, I'm giving you too much information, but my God, my poop is so good. You know, so it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> these are our amazing clients that come in and the stories we get every day. Yes, and I, I love it because I can hear the excitement in your voice and it really does revolutionise a practice when you see success and for our listeners, I'm using air quotes because for a lot of people, their mind is around success being purely tied to weight loss and it's actually 
we need to do a little mind shift. It's not about weight loss as the sole goal. Weight loss is like a happy side effect of changing what you eat and then all the other things improve as well. So, Nicole, you're speaking at Low Carb Adelaide, which I'm very excited about, which is April 29. And can you give us a little, a brief um, intro as, as to what you're going to be sharing with the audience? Sure. Well, I like all things to be practical. I think, you know, there's a lot of science out there. And at the end of the day, it's what the heck do I eat? So I'm going to, I guess, hopefully give people an amazing low carb toolbox. I'll probably do a little bit of a refresher on macronutrients because everyone's always like, what, what's macronutrients? I'm going to make this so practical. It's about, you know, navigating food labels, um, you know, working out what products are going to work for you. I'm going to talk about doing a low-carb pantry and fridge makeover and giving you some tips and hints about that. Navigating supermarkets, I think that's really important to understand because all of this is how we get that low-carb food in our life. So I want to go through, you know, aisles and shopping lists, supermarket efficiency I think is important, and how to avoid having to cook twice. You know, that's that fear of everyone going, oh, Nicole, the biggest problem I have is I've got this child that wants this and that person that wants that. And as a mum that works full time, that has two kids, a husband who's Sri Lankan, I've got my parents-in-law who are living with me. One's vegetarian, one doesn't eat beef. My daughter's middle low carb, my son's keto. If I can do it, anyone can do it. So I'm going to bring all of the tools so you don't have to cook 10 meals in an evening and and um, look about how we can be efficient in the kitchen, how we can eat the same as the whole family and still be low carb. I'm going to do a little bit about school lunch boxes if I can fit it into my time. I think that's really interesting to just visualize how we can do this for kids and give them flexibility, but still not give them the, you know, high carb lunch boxes that they're getting. And my last one, and I won't delve too much because I want it to be intriguing, but I'm going to do food mood boards. And it's a little bit about menu planning and how I do it because I show my clients how I do this uh, food mood planning and they love it. So um, I'm going to sort of finish off with that. And if I can give people a practical toolbox where they can walk out and go, okay, there's one thing there or 10 things there that are going to make my low-carb life doable because this is a life. This isn't a diet. This isn't something you do for three weeks. This is life and we can live it. Eating out, eating with the family, you know, how do we manage, you know, social events? So I'm going to try and package all that in my time to uh, give a, a low-carb toolbox to everyone. <laughs> oh, that's it's brilliant. I love it. I love it. And Adelaideans, you are in for a treat. And one of the things that is uh, that we're providing at the Low Carb Roadshow is a goodie bag, and in the goodie bag is a delegate's workbook. So every speaker will have a little bio, but place for people to take notes. So when you leave the Low Carb Roadshow, you'll have a workbook full of practical ideas that you can refer back to because we all know that sometimes you go to these things and then you forget what was said or you can't find your notes or you wrote on a bit of paper and so you'll actually go back with a really practical booklet full of all the speaker's information and yours sounds brilliant. <laughs> Excellent. Sounds awesome. Awesome. Well, lovely listeners, thank you so much, Nicole. That was brilliant. I'm so excited. If you're wanting to purchase tickets to the Low Carb Roadshow, you can just go to our website, 
all the W's, lowcarbroadshow.com and click on Adelaide if you're in Adelaide or if you want to travel to Adelaide and come and hear Nicole and her fantastic talk. Gorgeous ones, have a beautiful day. And Nicole, once again, thank you so much. No problem. Thanks so much for having me. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll do a little plug and say if you guys want to, you know, get some support from me because I know we're a rare breed is to visit me at lowcarbketohealth.com.au. I'm happy if you flick me an email and all I want to do, as we all do, is just help everyone out there live this life and, and be healthy and be our age, Lucy, and not have all these health problems that so many people have. So, <laughs> Absolutely. And again, Adelaideans, Low Carb Keto Health, it's a wonderful clinic. I know Laureen very well. She's a gorgeous doctor. Nicole is a fabulous dietitian. They have Jodie as a health coach. They're incredibly supportive, beautiful team. So, you know, if you are looking for in-person support in Adelaide, definitely go check them out, Low Carb Keto Health. So my lovely listeners, that ends this episode of Real Health and Weight Loss. I'm Dr. Lucy Burns. And I'm Dr. Mary Barson. We're from Real Life Medicine. To contact us, please visit rlmedicine.com. And until next time, Thanks for listening. The information shared on the Real Health and Weight Loss podcast, including show notes and links, provides general information only. It is not a substitute, nor is it intended to provide individualized medical advice, diagnosis or treatment, nor can it be construed as such. Please consult your doctor for any medical concerns.